can we show a picture of the crowd? I think we have a picture here. This is the crowd that came to our crusade. They just kept coming. We couldn't pick everyone up in all the buses we had. There were still about 1,800 people that wanted to come and we ran out of buses. We just couldn't pick them all up. The news said there was over 30,000 people in attendance. And people were hungry for a supernatural touch from God. At one point, I looked out at the crowd and I couldn't see the end of people. As far as my eyes could see, I saw people. And I got some amazing news. The news said there was over 30,000 people in attendance and we calculated that over 15,000 people gave their life to Jesus Christ in one service. Over 15,000 people said yes to Jesus. I got so many testimonies, but I, I do want to read this scripture. It says Matthew chapter 15. I'm just going to start with verse 30. It says, Then great multitudes came to him, having with them the lame, blind, mute, maimed, and many others. And they laid them down at Jesus' feet, and he healed them. Verse 31 says this, So the multitude marveled when they saw the mute speaking, the maimed made whole, the lame walking, and the blind seen, and they glorified the God of Israel. I'm going to tell you today that blind eyes still open in the name of Jesus. The lame still walk. The mute speak. The deaf hear. Those that are demon-possessed are delivered in the name of Jesus. I want to I want to show a, a young man young man that came up for prayer he was blind it's like the third picture I want to just show it real quick you have the picture maybe maybe not all right there he is Yahida, come here Yahida, the whole worship team down there did a fantastic job and Junior and their two boys were in this young man's house with their family uh, earlier in the week when we were evangelizing. And this young man has been blind his whole life. And when Junior saw him, see, I, I didn't see it because I prayed for him. There were so many people at so many, I mean, it was just people everywhere. And this young man, when Junior and them saw him, his eyes were crooked. They, they were going, and, and they weren't straight. They were just going a different direction. And so they go in, and they pray for the family. And uh, next thing you know, Matthew gave the young man a prophetic word. And Yehida goes to him. Yehida was prophesying, and she didn't even know it. 
she goes to the blind man. She goes, you need to start reading your Bible. Now, he was blind, so at that point, he couldn't read his Bible. She goes, start with the book of John. See, some of you need to speak to those things as they are. See, some of you need to speak to something that doesn't make sense. We got too many Christians speaking to facts instead of speaking to the God of the impossible and saying, you need to read your Bible. I can't read my Bible. I'm blind, but God will heal you in the name of Jesus. So he came to the crusade. We prayed for him. And next thing you know, his eyes begin to see for the first time ever. They're no longer crooked. They went completely straight. Our Jesus heals blind eyes. I saw it with my own two eyes. At this point in the last year, I've seen so many blind eyes open. It's become almost normal right now. It should be normal. Can I get a loud amen? Hallelujah. Some of you need to be like Yehida. Go to the banker and say, you haven't given me a loan yet, but prepare the paperwork in the name of Jesus for my brand new house. You ain't hearing me. This there was a lame woman that she didn't walk for 10 years. She was in a wheelchair for 10 years. You can be seated for a moment if you want. You don't have to. We can do whatever. This woman was lame. She hadn't walked in 10 years. She hasn't stood in 10 years. Next, you know, we prayed for her and we started walking her, me and Jimmy. And we had her by the hand. And before we knew it, we let go of her hands and she just kept walking. Let me say it again. She kept walking. Let me say it again. She kept walking. I love that Jesus heals them all. He's a healer. Can I get a loud amen? I got so many. I don't even know where. So this young lady let's do the one Pastor Alba prayed for this young lady she came up and uh, at first I'm just trying to get you a picture of what happened so the event starts and about at that point when we started every chair was full but buses were still lined up about a mile away trying to get in so we uh we started the service and people just kept coming and coming and coming. And as I started to preach, people were still coming and coming and coming. And I've never seen this. I've preached a lot in my life. At one point, we were praying for so many people that the stage began to break. I've never seen that. The stage began to collapse. And there was parts of the stage that began to just start to fall because so many people were on the stage. And people just kept coming for prayer and coming for prayer. And this young lady was, or this, I don't know if she's young, but she's, she's a lady. Come on, somebody. Say, go ahead with your biology, Pastor Brian. Come on, somebody. And me and Alba prayed for her. Then I moved on, and Pastor Alba kept praying for her. And 
this woman was blind. And before I knew it, Pastor Alba was so excited. I don't know if you have any more pictures of her, but this one, Pastor Alba, I'm praying for other people, and I see Pastor Alba doing this. I'm like, what's she doing over there? And I just see her moving, and she tells this woman, try to touch my nose. So the blind woman's like almost getting it, but Alba was quick. Come on, somebody. And so next thing you know, I see Alba keep moving around. And then we went up and I asked her, how many fingers do you see? And next thing you know, the woman goes, I can see. I can see clearly. I can see everything. She was blind when she came. And now she sees in the name of Jesus. Hey! Hey! This is the gospel of Jesus Christ. Persuasive words, but I came with the power of the gospel of Jesus Christ with demonstration. This is the God we serve. Come on. Not all these weak Christians can't even pray themselves out of a wet paper bag. Come on, somebody. Amen. So we get there. Paint a little picture. We get there, and we have an amazing team that is evangelizing. We're still handling some details of the crusade. Things are happening, and one afternoon, I'm getting ready to head to a place to do a video. So I'm getting prepared, and before I know it, a helicopter lands in my backyard of where I'm staying. So this helicopter lands probably a couple hundred feet from where I'm staying. And we saw this commotion. And we started asking, what's going on? And they said, the former first lady of Honduras has just landed. And she's the presidential candidate. Uh, she's running for president of Honduras. And she's come to the city to do uh, a campaign. And next thing you know, I said, well, we began to talk to her team. And we said, well, we want to pray for her. We want to pray for her. Because how many know politicians even need prayer? Can I get a loud of me, man? The one guy we first talked to says, you're not getting through security. They're not going to let you pray. For and Art says to him, go ask. have not because you ask not next thing you know we're having a conversation with her the former first lady we're telling her what every everything we're getting ready to do in Kamoyawa and she she was thanking us for blessing Honduras then she said to us I hear you're a pastor would you pray for me Next thing you know, I'm praying for the first, the former first lady of Honduras. And I prayed a prayer, and the next day on her social media, she is quoting my prayer. She goes, I trust in God.
the great Dr. Lester Sumrall teaches, you cannot impact a nation without getting to the head of the nation. And I'm here to tell you, let me just read this scripture because I, I, God really spoke this to me. Revelation 3, and it says this, verse 7. And to the angel of the church in Philadelphia write, these things says he who is holy, he who is true, he who has the key of David, he who opens and no one shuts, and shuts and no one opens. I know your works. I see I have set before you an open door, and no one can shut it. For you have little strength, have kept my word, and have not denied my name. God wanted me to tell someone today. See, I want you to understand this. I didn't have to go to where the first lady lived. I didn't have to go to the Capitol. She came right to me. I'm going to say it again. She came right to me. Let me say it again. She landed in my backyard. <laughs> Actually, I was eating a sandwich and she landed. I put down my sandwich and I said, let's go pray for it. I'm here to tell you, what is yours is yours. What God has for you is for you. When God opens a door, no man can shut it because God has opened the door. And God wanted me to tell someone today, he's opened a wide and effective door for you and your family. And no one can shut it because man didn't open it. back to the picture of praying for her we we prayed for him. her son is her political manager and one day he'll probably be president of Honduras you can tell they're grooming him and he began to exchange numbers with art and he began to follow me on Instagram he's been texting us all the time and messaging us said keep us in prayer pray for us I'm here to tell you don't ever don't ever despise the days of small beginnings I'm here to tell you just because something seems small initially when we started going to these crusades it didn't seem like a big deal but next thing you know we have been put put before influence them with the gospel of Jesus Christ. What I love about God is I didn't have to go to them. They came to us. That's the Jesus we serve. Come on, somebody. I want to say it again. That's the Jesus we serve. Some of you right now, you're trying to go to it. And God says, let me bring it to you. Stop trying to go to it. Run towards Jesus and he'll bring everything to you. Can I get a loud amen? Come on. All right, let me just, I, I got so many amazing testimonies. I, I, I just feel like giving testimonies today. All right, there's a little boy. We have a little boy that was blind. 
this little boy was blind. His parents, his mother helped him up on stage. And we prayed for him. And God completely healed him, touched him. It was amazing what God did. So many blind eyes opened. So many blind eyes. We see that a ton on our crusade. And show me the picture of Belen. Uh, this one is amazing. Okay. This little boy. Baylen, stand up. Where are you at? In the back there? Come here. Run up here quick. Hurry. She's a Valor Christian College student. Somebody grab her. Get a mic, Vanessa. Oh, you got a mic? Baylen. How long have you been coming to this church? A year and a month or two. I remember when she first started coming, God just transformed her life, changed her life, radically changed her life. And a little over a year after coming here, she's on the streets of Honduras praying for people and see people's lives change. So... Baylin would go and knock on the doors of people. And what would you say? You got to do it. And everybody would open the door for her. Buenos dias. <laughs> she would just, and next thing you know, people would open the door and let her in and pray for her. There was anointing on that. Come on. This little boy was three years old and never walked in his life. And the mother brought him up to Baylin and Pastor Kathy. And they began to pray for him. The doctor said he would never walk. His legs were like, explain them, they were like. Um, they were like rubber, like jelly. You used to see them dangling. They were like jelly, like rubber. Next thing you know, they begin to pray for him, this little boy. And Pastor Kathy says to the mom, you got to pray too. We're going to all pray. And next thing you know, this little boy, they put him on the ground. The doctor said he would never walk. Let me just get that into your spirit. The doctor said he would never walk. Whose report, whose report will you believe? they sent this three-year-old boy down and he takes how many steps does he take? He took his 12 little steps. 12 little steps. A church from Whittier, California left California and went to Kamoyawa, Honduras little boy they said would never walk walked in the name of Jesus that's the God we serve and Baylin when all that was happening what did you do
with your own eyes. I'm right in front of you. Something about seeing it. It's amazing. Bethan, come here. Lift up your hands. Come on, stretch your hands, everyone, to this amazing woman of God. She's only been saved a little over a year. And she's seen miracles, signs, and wonders. And we declare that you will see the miracle working power of God all over your life. You will see the miracle working power of God from this moment on to the day you join Jesus in heaven. And we declare it in Jesus' name. Come on, let's give Jesus a shout of praise. Let me, uh, the woman that was into witchcraft. Actually, let me do the Katie Carson story. You got to hear this one. So put the picture up with Katie. Katie's our, how many know, Katie is our children's pastor. She does an amazing job, doesn't she? So Katie and a team went into a house and a woman was practicing witchcraft and all her family were bound. Her husband, was he mute? Was it, he was deaf, he was deaf. The husband was deaf. So Katie Carson goes in. I, I don't know if you've ever seen Katie. She's about four foot 11, is that about right? Maybe five foot if she wears heels. Come on somebody. And Katie went in, Katie is bold as a lion. See, that's who you want. That's who you want pastoring our kids. Someone that will stand up for righteousness and be bold as a lion and not back down. So Katie and the team are in there and, and, and she begins to, they, they sense, they said, hey, there's a woman. She goes, there's someone in here practicing witchcraft. And they deny it a little bit. And next thing you know, the woman admits to practicing witchcraft. And Katie, she says, well, we're going to get rid of everything that's connected to witchcraft. And so Katie, show this picture. Katie gathers everything up. Everything she was using to cast spells, all this stuff. And next thing you know, the woman starts giving her stuff. Katie just didn't throw it in a trash can. She lit it on fire outside and burned it. So the woman got delivered. She got completely delivered. Then she gets saved. Then her children get saved. Then her husband, that is deaf, his ears pop open and he hears for the first time in his life. And he gets saved. That's the Jesus we serve. Hallelujah. more I, I I could be here all day this woman oh let me tell this story junior come here junior, you, I'll come to you if you want junior is amazing everybody say hi junior hi, junior. junior is a uh, 
a rock on the trip. He's solid. He's great to have. He's a great leader. So we're, uh, it's amazing how God worked. So one night we're having dinner. We're having baleadas. Delicious. Can I get a loud amen? There's a thing called anafre too that's beautiful. It's this bean with cheese. And then if you want a little spice too, you put a little chorizo in it. Come on, somebody. Delicious. Woo. So we're eating some baleadas, which if you've never had one, it's kind of like a quesadilla, but quesadilla on steroids. Come on, somebody. And uh, so we're sitting there, and Junior hears this Christian worship music at the restaurant we're at. And he keeps hearing it and hearing it and hearing it. And all of a sudden, he, he goes to the people that are, are there. And he says, I want to invite you to our crusade we're having. And he goes, it's on Saturday. Well, the lady got all excited, right? And she goes, well, I have a TV station here. Have you guys been broadcasting it on TV? And he goes, no, not that I know of. She goes, you, does your pastor want to go on our TV station and let everyone know what's happening? So Junior goes, well, that's him over there. Let me ask him. So Junior comes over and asks me. And I said, hey, sure, let's do it. And they said, well, we want you to meet the next day here on this corner, and then we'll take you to the TV station. So, you know, your head's got to be on a swivel a little bit at that point. You know what I'm saying? Is that a little too a different way of talking? Come on. Um, so you gotta, you gotta, you gotta keep your head open, because you know this could be a scam or something like that. So, so we're like, all right, we're gonna try this out. Next thing you know, we meet them there in the morning, and they take us to the TV station. And me and Pastor Alba, they go, you got an hour to do whatever you want. And they said it reaches thousands of people. You got an hour. You can do whatever you want. I wasn't prepared for an hour, but hey, greater is he that lives in me than he that lives in the world. And my Bible says be ready in season and out of season. So I was ready. Come on, somebody. So next thing you know, we start preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. And near the end, I said, well, if you want to give your life to Jesus, right now I'm going to pray with you, but I want you to call in. And all of a sudden... We do a salvation call, and the phone just all you hear in the back is ring, 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 ring. It just keeps ringing. Ring, ring, ring. And then we, Junior, saw them later that night at dinner, and they said the phone just rang all day of people that gave their life to Jesus or wanted to come to the crusade. I can't say it enough. What is for you is for you. You don't got to search after it. You could be eating a baleada at dinner and God will bring the right people to you at the right time when you're obedient to be faithful with the word God has given you. You don't got to search for it. You just got to walk it out. Come on. Woo. Hey, we did such a good job. They said, they said, we want you to come the next day and do it. 
but we couldn't do it the next day. So I called my mother. I said, Mom, you wouldn't believe it. You always told me I had a face for radio, but in Honduras, I was told I looked like Brad Pitt. Come on, somebody. Lean over your neighbor. Come on. Come on. This one was good. Go to the one where the lady accepted Christ on her deathbed. Jen prayed for him. The greatest miracle is the miracle of salvation. This woman was dying. And Jen, what, you went in and prayed for her and led her to Jesus? Yeah, a team of, a team of us went in there and we prayed for her and she accepted the Lord as they were praying. She said, amen. And that was about the only words she had said in a long time. And she accepted the Lord. Yeah. And then what, two days later, she went to be with Jesus. Yeah. If God only sent us for that one woman, it was worth it. The greatest miracle is the miracle of salvation. Going from darkness to light, from destruction to glory, crossing that gospel bridge for eternity to spend it in paradise with Jesus. God was so faithful, so faithful. I I, I just want to tell a couple more. I I just am so amazed. Let me... uh, let me get the picture of the lady that was practicing Santeria and she was delivered. A lot of witchcraft. This woman was bound in witchcraft. We prayed for her at the crusade and God completely delivered her. She got saved and God did a miracle in her life. I'm here to tell you. God can break every chain over your life. God can snap every chain right now in the name of Jesus. He's a chain breaker. He's a chain breaker. The team, we had the most amazing team. I can, do you have a picture of like, we had multiple generational families there. Like, do we have the one with Pastor Rob's mom and Deidre and Elion. I don't know if we have that. Do we have that, Vanessa? That really blessed me. Three generations serving God together. That It is amazing what God did. And to see our youth, we had so many youth that were... Matt was singing on the worship team, Jaji, Ellie. It was amazing. Our youth were there serving. That's all right. It was a good picture. I, I, I want to show just one more picture here. And, and this one really, just so many of them bless me. But go to the last picture, the celebration picture. I just want you to see this one. That's the big crowd picture. So I'm preaching. 
this moment never gets old. There's nothing quite like it. And so I'm preaching the gospel and I'm telling about what Jesus did on the cross. And I come to the altar call where I say, do you want to give your life to Jesus? And so many hands went up. And I said, if your hand's up to give your life to Jesus, begin to wave it. And I saw the waves, people waving. Thousands upon thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people. Because a church was bold enough to leave its comfortability. A church was bold enough to raise money. A church was bold enough to take steps of faith. A church was bold enough to leave Whittier, California in the middle of a pandemic and say, I'm going to go to Honduras and preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. And we saw thousands upon thousands upon thousands. Over 15,000 people said yes to Jesus Christ. Come on! I just want to show you we have that video, Vanessa? Uh, we did a quick little video. I just, I just want you to see it. Cousin Josh. Huh? Doing live. Cousin Josh, leave. Come on, come on, come up. Hurry, hurry. Can you leave? Stay standing. Everybody stand. Come on. Let's stand. I don't know where Cousin Josh is, but he's coming. Run, Cousin Josh. run. Don't hurt yourself. Come here. Say hi, Cousin Josh. We call him 
cousin Josh because he's Shalom's cousin, so he became my cousin. Cousin Josh, he's been really running after Jesus probably for the last six months. I mean, he just caught a fire six months ago and has been running after Jesus. Six months. So at the end of the video, Josh is praying for someone. And at first he prays for this person that has blind eyes, never seen. And nothing happens. So he prays again. Nothing happens. And before we know it, he just won't stop praying for him. He does not quit. And after several prayers, next thing you know, it was a, it was a young man. Huh? Hmm? Old man, sorry. Well, that's relative when you're young, so. <laughs> was he like 30 or 40 or like real old? 60 or 70, yeah. Well, that's not so old. The older you get, you know, like, like 90s old, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> but yeah, 60 don't seem old to me anymore, so. <laughs> but but uh, praise God. All right, so, so Josh keeps praying for him. He's been saved six months. Christianity. I don't even know what that is. There's only one way to serve Jesus. There's only one way to follow Jesus. And for those that believe, miracles, signs, and wonders shall follow them that believe. See what God did in Cousin Josh is absolutely amazing. Lord, bless him. Bless him. Bless him, bless him, bless him, bless him. We just bless him. Come here, Natalie. Pray for Cousin Josh. Come on, let's stretch our hands to Cousin Josh.
lift our hands to heaven. body, wave at me right now. Just wave. You need a miracle, you're sick in your body. Wave. Come on, wave. Be bold. Wave. We're going to pray for those that are sick today. I want to personally pray for you. The same Jesus that healed people in Honduras is the same Jesus that heals people here in Whittier, California. Come on. young man in the, in the blue is the young man that ended up giving his heart to Jesus. And this young man, I'm still praying for him. seen this in my life. It's hard to get a good glimpse of it, but you can see, you can see a little bit. His, a part of his skull was missing. And uh, that indent there, when you would look at him, right, Alba, it was just dented in. And they both were homeless, and
This is part of our inheritance. And so right now, with every head bowed, every eye closed, if you need to, if you're backslidden, or if Jesus isn't your Savior, today is the day of salvation. I'm not going to count to three, because you know. If you need to surrender to Jesus today and make him Lord and Savior of your life, lift your hand now. You say, I need to do that. after me. Say, Jesus, forgive me of my sins. Come into my heart and live. I give you everything. I love you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Right in this atmosphere of worship, if you need a miracle or a healing in your body, wave at me. Wave at me. Wave at me. Alright. What I'm going to do is I'm going to be down here pray for everyone personally that needs a healing. And you don't want to miss tonight. Come back tonight. We're going to pray for more people. But if you need a healing, you need a miracle, I want to personally pray for you. So begin to leave your seat. Come down here as the worship team begins to play. There's no formal dismissal today. But they have. 